0: Okay, we got important side going on here on public broadcasting network. Please go to RBN and smash that donate button to give your fundage to keep free speech alive. You know you want to do that. Make your check of money order payable to RBN twenty two fifty one Double Creek Drive, Suite three zero two, Round Rock, Texas seven eight six six four. Call in your debit or credit card to one 724 2719 extension 3 this is your thursday night broadcast coming in a few minutes late but it's okay because we have some uh we have some great content for you tonight this is the night that i feature the red pillar the ultra heavyweight champion of all red Pills. i must break.
1: Hit him. Hey,
2: Jeremy, how you doing?
1: Break us How you doing, Are you
0: <laughs> Huh? I said, break us with Jeremy? your treatment. man. How have you been? Feels like huh? it's been a long. Feels like it's been a year. Yeah, <laughs> you
2: know. <laughs> so, um, well. I'm really happy to be here, I'll tell you that, but that's all about all I got tonight, because I went off-grid for a few days, so I have been completely out of the loop on everything. I don't have any news or stories or anything, so I'm riding on your coattails. In fact, I completely forgot about that. You know, I got totally preoccupied with my uh, my uh, little escape trip I took, and so uh, I just happened... Who, uh, be coming back and then all of a sudden the call came in for the show and I'm super stoked. But I'm riding on your coattails tonight.
0: You're, you're riding on my coattails. I don't know who coattails I'm riding on. No, you, but... gotta have,
2: you have to have your own coattails to ride on.
0: <laughs> okay. So that's fair enough. You know, fortunately, uh, we can have because some I'm, callers
2: call in. Yeah, we,
0: we do. You can we write can on have five one two two four eight eight two five two. on their
2: coattails.
0: 512 248 8252 if you want to call in. Um, you know, also, you have this fun little thing that Skype is doing. So I think Skype is doing like an AI thing where they're sending us news. Uh, do you get Skype today? They, they send me all kinds of news articles. Because No. Yeah, I mean, uh, like you, uh, well, I've been doing 12-hour shifts and uh, sort of been overwhelmed, you know, with work. But Skype has this thing where they send news articles. uh, Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, and and so they they do that. Um, Bill Gates approved. Bill Gates approved, yes. Yeah, that is. You got that, um, and you got the Daily Stormer. It's always decent. The Stormer you know, kind of gives you a, a nice lineup of the news. So we can check both of those. Um, also, we're taking your calls if you want to call in to, Pat, Pat, to the uh, William and Jeremy show. Um,
2: yeah. And again, I'm, I'm in the car driving. So I have no ability to look at anything. I'd have to listen
0: to you. Oh What's you're going driving?
2: on in the world today? The last few days here.
0: Um the the media is hyping up a Russia tactical nuke threat. This is something the media is hyping up, um, according to the stormer. And they're they're courting RT. So let me just read this. Russia's threshold. using short-range tactical nuclear weapons maybe lower than defense experts in the West believe according to the Financial Times um, the materials which were allegedly um, presentations for Russian naval officers they discussed operating principles for the use of nuclear weapons supposedly produced between 2008 and 2014 and shared with the British outlet, Western sources, Kremlin spokesman, Dmitry Peskov told the newspapers that Russia strongly doubts the, anticip- the anticipatory of the uh, documents. All right. Moscow's military doctrine allows for the deployment of nuclear weapons in retaliation for a first strike against it or its allies or in situations where Russian statehood is threatened. So, all right, all right, bottom line, point of the article is uh the, the media is putting out there that it's possible that we could see these uh, these dirty bombs, these dirty uh, nuclear bombs from Russia. But Russia is not going to do anything uh, unless it's doing it in a retali you know, in, in, in the sense of retaliatory. It's, it's not going to, it's only going to retaliate. Uh, against a nuclear bomb from the West. So, this is all just fluff and, and hype. Anyway, let's, let's go to our call screen here. I think we got Joel in Florida.
2: Well, let me let me give a quick comment real quick, yeah. Jeremy. So, go ahead, William. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I pretty much agree with you. I, I would just throw in there that if the Jewish power bloc has decided to nuke the United States, then, you know, they'll do some kind of psyop or whatever, or or then they'll drop a bomb. You know, it's not until they're ready to do that, because obviously they are in in the process of destroying the United States. So I don't think that anything like that would, would happen that wasn't under their control you know like you know, they did not have a place where they would you know tactically want let's uh, let's take out this spot now you know and they'll coordinate that now whether they're going to coordinate that with russia or whether they're going to do it themselves and blame it on russia i would say it's more likely to do the second option
0: yeah you know it, it would be totally within the within the uh imagination of the cia to, to do a dirty nuke in a small city. You know, 9/11 style um false flag operation and blame it on another country. Now that would be major. That would be major even for our system today. But, but I mean they did it with 9/11. I mean what, what 3000 people killed? Um you can say all of it was fake if you want to, but that was a huge operation. So no matter how you look at it, if they faked it all and nobody was killed, that was a huge operation. If they really blew up the twin towers in Building Seven with with the uh, you know uh, uh, controlled demolition, that was huge. That was huge to do that and kill that many people. No matter no matter how you look at it, it was huge. They could very easily. Um, fake a nuclear uh, attack from a foreign country if they wanted to do a false flag. You know, they could do that. And uh, I wouldn't put it past them. But it would be huge. So anyway.
2: Let me go to the... I was on mute, yeah, but you're right. So try that in a small town, the song Jason Aldean came up with last year. for that? So now yeah. it's like, okay, yeah, sure. We're trying it in a small town. Uh, we're, we're, uh, and I'm just sort of a different subject, but you mentioned trying the nuclear exposure in a small town, but I'm thinking about more like the uh, mass immigration to all the small towns, but I digress back. Let's, let's go to the call screen.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure we had John Florida holding on. Mike, just put on this caller. I think it's Joe.
1: Yeah. Hey, yes. Good evening, gentlemen. Hey, listen, by the way, if one of you is trying to work off the coattails of the other one and the other one is working on the other guy, co- who's got the coat? Well, you know Joe from yeah, Florida. You do Joe from Florida It's Doctor Slattery. Doctor <laughs> Slattery has once said the gold standard of callers to RBN called me that one time more than happy to provide some content. <laughs> good to hear you guys. Actually, by the way, I think it's good waiting to get uh, off the grid sometimes, too. You know, I really think that's important. I thought you'd
2: understand, Joe. I specifically uh, thought you, Joe is going to understand that he's going to forgive me for this. And I think <laughs> probably some other followers will as well. There may be some little, little bit te- teed off at me for not coming prepared. Uh, but I'm not going to sit here and pretend to be prepared, then I would, that would be very uncomfortable.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. And, and, you know, I was going to go so far as to say that, and Jeremy, you probably agree, is that you absolutely need to go off the grid sometimes, even for content, right? If you're talking a lot of the time, you know, clear the head and get a better perspective. and come back even fresher. Um, I wanted to say, Jeremy, about this. So that's actually a good topic, the first story you're talking about. Ah, oh, the propaganda that we get here about Russia, right? Okay. Oh, it's a dirty bomb now. So what I understand is, so lately in NATO circles and things, there's been whispers and talking, you know, about, well, what about NATO troops? Okay. On Monday, Monday. Uh, And then, well, Macron, you know, oh, I think uh, Trump called him a macaroni boy one time, something like that. Anyway, he says, oh, well, you know, of course, there is a possibility that NATO would send troops into Ukraine. And they were quickly, uh, other European leaders were saying, oh, no, 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 you shouldn't say that. That's not possible. We're not going to do that. Yada, yada, yada. Well, you know, and then today, President Putin, the great Vladimir Putin, made comments. He had one of these speeches, you know, like the state of the nation. And all he said, I saw it. Uh, I saw a clip of it on RT. All he said was, well, you know, if the West keeps playing these games where they're saying, oh, you know, uh, they, you know, we, you know, making moves as if they're going to provoke us into some kind of a war, You know, they better realize I'm paraphrasing, of course, they better realize if you're if you're continually provoking and playing these games, we actually do have weapons that we can defend ourselves with. And that are just as powerful as your weapons, meaning, yeah, we have nuclear weapons. I, I don't think he said dirty bombs, but basically he's. So you know, as usual, this delusional world of these people like Biden and Schultz from Germany and Macron and the UK idiot and all these other uh, phonies who are playing life and death games, right? Oh, you know, and, and they're provoking Russia, but you know, Russia does not uh, do bluffs. You know, they, they if they they will never say that they're going to attack unless they're going to really do it. So, uh, I think it's, that's the perspective that we missed getting this Western side of it. I
0: don't that, know what you think. Yeah. So, Joe, you know, in 2015 and 2016, when I was just a caller to Stormfront, I went back and forth. I was very pro Putin. And then, you know, when Trump in 2017 uh, lodged missiles, he allowed missiles to be lodged into Syria. I became very cynical. And I went sort of anti-Putin, and I tried to go that route. But time, the test of time has, has stood, and Putin tends to be the the adult in the room, he and Xi Jinping. Exactly. And they're not doing radical things here. Um, they're just doing things to protect their country from the way that I see it. And this is from an, a very objective point of view, Um. You know, he hasn't done anything that's totally radical, um, and he's responded um, very reserved, you know, to the State Department that we have now. So I'm going to say that Putin is a, definitely a statesman uh, that cares about his country and that is just trying to do what's what's correct. He could have responded much more violently uh, to the rhetoric from the West than what he's done. So that's my take on it. Um you know, like I said, I've went back and forth. Yeah. Putin is controlled. No, Putin's not controlled. I, I'm sort of in I'm, I'm sort of a nuanced point of view. He, he's a statesman right. that just wants what's best for the globe. And if we had someone in power that were a statesman that would negotiate with him, I think we'd be much better off. I don't know if not that's so. going to be Trump. I don't know if that's going to be Trump, but who knows? Oh, but William, is really an adult. Globe, right? Andy, I'm
1: sorry, anybody who's an adult. I'm sorry, go ahead, William.
2: Yeah. um, Yes, I agree with you. Putin is the adult in the room. I mean, he's there. We're not dealing with a psychopath. I mean, that's that's very very clear. Whether he's controlled or not, whether he's part of the thing or not, uh, our country is run by psychopaths. Absolute psychopaths. Who, anytime they're questioned about anything, they say Holocaust, Holocaust. You know, and, uh, you can't uh, you can't question me about anything. I do. You. Uh, you know, that's not the case with Putin. He's very you know measured. He's very. um, He's very deliberate in his responses, and he's very thoughtful. And he comes up with with responses that are usually very brilliant right away. I've never seen him make a stupid answer to a question. I don't agree with things that he said. Like he did that analysis a couple of weeks ago on his Tucker Carlson interview, and there were a lot of things there that he said that were very scary, talking about denotification yeah, right. Right? Yeah. right, but you know, there's there's certain parameters that he has to stay within. Uh, in the context, so that he's not labeled as as Hitler, right? Um, because right. we still have right. the Overton window on Hitler is a, a long way away from people coming to that truth you know, and realizing exactly. That actually, yeah, we're exactly. still a long and way away from that. We can't go there. But the, my question that I just want to drop in here, real quick, and it just circles back to the psychopaths and their, their deliberate desire to destroy america and even nuke america and i'd like to get see what you think about that um joe do you think that they're that crazy i mean what do they have to lose i'd love to break this down a little bit do they have anything to lose by you know trying that in a small town with a nuke right
1: oh yeah or else right because they uh, go ahead yeah, no, no. Um, well, the answer, I think, is, is they absolutely would do it. I mean, these are crazed Jews. Let's tell it like it is, okay? Who do we have running this country? Well, We have 457 people running this in this administration are Jews, but all of the foreign policy, Lincoln and, and Victoria Newland and it used to be Wendy Sherman, they're all totally Jewish-controlled, right? Um And they've actually been—if you notice it—they've been kind of trying to desensitize. Earlier this year, I mean, last year, there were these articles, you know, these think tank Washington ones about, "Well, nuclear war is really—it's possible; it's not really totally unwinnable." This kind of thing. So I don't—I wouldn't be surprised for a minute. It's a psychopath, and you're exactly right. That's what they are. Victoria Newland is a bloodthirsty Jewish psychopath, and she's the one who's running the whole show. So if you ask me, would she be willing to uh, uh, risk a nuclear war? Absolutely. Why? Because this is what Jews do. They have no limits. They don't understand limits. They don't really have that ability. They just will go pedal to the metal. And then when it all blows up, all of a sudden, they're the victim.
2: So, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. That's, uh, that's, so, that's so precisely correct, you know, and then they get off scot-free again because Holocaust, Holocaust. Okay, so psychopath behavior. You've seen the meme of them uh, holding, you know, the bloody person in their hand going, Why do you persecute me? But so... <laughs> I want to, I want to, I want to also now pose this question. You know, I'll kick it back to Jeremy after this. Um, so you have the two prongs, right? You have the Hasidic, uh, Hasidic Jews, the, the Mendelssohn Schneerson, the, the Black Hats. You know, Mendelssohn Schneerson talking to Benjamin Netanyahu. When is the Messiah coming? Why haven't you made the Messiah come yet? I mean, this is the kind of psychopathic conversation uh, uh, that these religious leaders that are actually the ones who are. Who are sort of pressuring like the Pharisees pressured Pontius Pilate? Um, you know, I mean, obviously, uh, so you can you can't really compare Be- Benjamin Netanyahu to Pontius Pilate because Benjamin Netanyahu is an actual Jew, but um, it's sort of the same thing. Pressuring the Pharisee, you look at Mendels and is like Caiaphas, right the 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 main uh, the the main uh, the main Pharisee that was that uh, headed up killing Christ, right? Sentenced right. Christ. So um, I guess it was like, how do these two, how do the Victoria Newlands or the George Soros' work in tandem? You know, the Bolshevik Jews, how do they work in tandem with the uh, Zionist Jews? Or is there really any difference? I mean, they just kind of, they play a role, but they're all sort of working together. Or are they not working together? I mean, do we know when they're not working together when they are? Are they working against each other sometimes? I mean... Mm -hmm. It, it, maybe it's not even worth asking this question because that stuff all tends to be a smokescreen to create a, to create the illusion of a dialectic you know but um, I don't know is that, is that my question clear I'm just wanna, I just want I just want to drop that in I don't want to obfuscate the whole rest of it but what about you Jeremy
0: Yeah it, it looks like I mean juice power sees the way the winds are blowing. The winds of change are blowing towards a Eurasian shift where all the the power um, is going to be shifted towards Russia and China as a, uh, and and they're unipolar uh, in their power and they're implementing the uh, Belt and Road Initiative. And I think that Jews see this change um, and they're going to, they're going to eventually, you know, lick their thumbs and see which way the winds change are blowing and they see it's, shifting towards this dynamic where russia and china is controlling the global narrative uh and you know they're gonna they're gonna put out a lot of hyperbole but at the end of the day um they're gonna want to get in on this uh, belt and Road yeah. initiative that's exactly. where i'm at
1: yeah and, and the- i would just say i would just say this William, if I could just say this about that. No, it's not the wrong question. It's exactly the right question to be asking that. And, but the thing is this. This is the way I see it. Okay, so you got Zionists, right, and you got Bolsheviks, right? And these are the ideologies. And you'll hear them on both sides, Jews, right, on both sides, very ideologically driven. They're, that's their ideology, and they do it. But you always have to remember, with the Jew... There's no ideology that over super, ever supersedes their own interest. So, if there's a Jew that sees that Zionism will ultimately benefit them, well, they'll pursue, and they'll be a real Zionist, and they'll spout all the the garbage about Israel. Okay, and the same is true with the Communists, the Bolshevik. They will very authentically. I tell you, had the Russian Revolution. I mean, they they convinced. Uh, it wasn't only Jews that that turned. Russia into a terror communist state because they did believe it, but ultimately at the bottom line, it's always what is their interest, and they'll pursue ideologies. Whereas somebody else might actually say, "Well, if I'm going to spout this ideology, I might have to really believe in it." They don't by those
0: rules. Let's let's take this break. Take this break. back on the other side. Hojojojo.
3: Real news. Real talk real people because you can handle the truth hi tom bolton for ease off i know so many of you are finding our easy 4 carcass drop and lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation but today i want to spotlight four of our new products EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. 417-932-6419. Do you begin to smell some funky little things going on? Let me share this story with you. It's not so much a story. It's something I wrote years ago. Read your history, people. Stock markets collapse on Friday. Bank seizures, closures, holidays take place after business hours on Friday. Do currencies or governments also collapse on Friday? (laughs) Tomorrow's Friday. Will the end come on this Friday or will the inevitable collapse hold off for a while? The next round of the worst financial crisis in a hundred years is coming, people. And the government is out to make you and I pay for it. Will your savings survive a global banking wipeout? What happens when the U.S. sees hyperinflation? What if taxes soar not only for the rich? Can you survive the stock market tanks? Look between a stock market wipeout, waves of bank failures, soaring government spending that will lead to hyperinflation, and the
4: Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs?
0: Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash rbn. Back with the Jeremy show, you're on the loose. William and Jeremy, we got Joe and Hold, uh, uh, Joe from Florida calling in. And so, I want to quote this Zephaniah 2 passage. Um, if you want to get a little biblical here, um, Zephaniah 2 talking about the you know Jewish power that will be in power in the end times. Zephaniah 2, verse 1, gather yourselves together, yea, gather together, O nation not desired, before the decree bring forth, before the day pass as the chaff, before the fierce anger of the Lord come upon you, before the Lord's anger comes upon you. This is a prophecy talking about um, those that call themselves Jews but they are of the synagogue of Satan. Gathering together, and we saw this, you know, in the early 20th century, under Theodore Herzl and the Balfour Declaration, um, this nation that gathered itself together, that calls itself itself Israel, but they are yet the synagogue of Satan. Um, They're gathering in anticipation of the Lord's anger and wrath coming upon them. So there's one thing to be said uh, when you talk about prophecy. And so we're talking to Joe in Florida. Yeah. And, and William or Bill. So these people have no off ramp, uh, Victoria Newland, Anthony Blinken. Um, there are these Jews that are gathering themselves together um, in power in the last days. Uh, and you have, you have Xi Jinping and uh, Putin in Russia, Sort of having to measure out their response to these people, anyway. Yeah, let's let's get the let's get a final thought from Joe in Florida, Joe. Before we go to the next caller, give me give us your final thought on how have uh, Putin and she measured out their response to this.
1: Yeah. Okay. Sure. No. Um, I did. Yeah. I wanted to close that thing out about Putin, and and I will just say this, because sometimes I get into this. Uh, Not argument, but disagreement, just a different way of looking with Dave Scorpio sometimes talk about, I guess he's who's more suspicious of Putin. And I don't, I'm not naive about him. I don't put him on a pedestal. But uh, one of the things that Scorpio has said on the air here is... Oh, you know, if, if, if Putin hadn't really done this action, this military action, uh, it, it wouldn't have united NATO. And he's saying that that was one of the problems, that you, NATO is so united. Well, this week, and this is even happening today, that coalition is falling apart. That thing with the statement by Macron that I mentioned before has got pushed back. And then all of a sudden today, a shocker, the prime minister of uh, Germany, uh, Schultz, the idiot, comes out and he actually reveals, he says, well, you know, Germany will not assist in these types of missiles the way the UK and the way France are. So Schultz, like, you know, said the quiet part out loud, he's revealed that France and UK are, are are actually already assisting with missiles, and you know I got to give Schulz the credit that he's actually. But my the reason I'm mentioning it is because that NATO, so-called NATO coalition, that's collapsing too now. So it's another reason why Putin is going to uh, win out in the end. I just wanted to say one other real thing. It's a different topic, and you know I, I'm 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 going to wrap up. But I wanted to mention one real quick thing, totally unrelated. About that that story, about that Aaron Bushnell, you know, the the Air Force, the airman who self-immolated, you know, who committed an act of uh, suicide, basically, in front of the Israeli embassy. You know, that oh, yeah. 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 And I, cause it's, I just, my, I, there's two things I found out about that, which I, I haven't heard anywhere else I wanted to share. Okay, so, well, first I'll say, you know, uh, it's terrible, e- even this I, I I certainly agree with him. Right, outraged at this terrible genocide, which is which is a moral question for our time, and you can't ignore it. But obviously, he, he took it too far. And, and you know, I don't believe in suicide. I mean, even as strongly as he thought. But here's the thing: he apparently, I, I heard some things that he's a his parents. He was raised in this they call it like a cult uh, up in Cape Cod in Massachusetts, right? And so the story is that this little community. I think they call it the community of Jesus or whatever. It's kind of like it's a Protestant, different Protestant and one Catholic denomination where they're kind of monastic. But among the things that have been really got to search it is that this little church, which they call kind of culty, very, very strongly supporting Israel. In, in the last four months, tweeting about, I guess, that social message, you know, social media that they've been putting out. So here's an interesting thing. This guy, this young man is tragic, you know. He, you could see him rebelling maybe against his parents. And who are his parents? His parents are fanatical, psychopaths, Christian Zionists who think they're Christians by supporting the satanic Jewish genocide Brilliant. of Palestinians. Unbelievable. So that's a fact that I didn't know it. Yeah.
2: yeah. Joe, brilliant. Yeah, I didn't know this. I didn't think about this. But that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of yeah. sense. Doesn't it?
1: Absolutely. Anyway, you guys are great tonight as usual. Uh, anytime you want me. Hey, listen, I'll do a round table with you guys one time. But thanks.
2: Sure, man. Yeah, thanks, Joe. Appreciate it. Jeremy. All right. Yeah.
0: Think, God bless, Jeremy. Thanks a lot, Joe. And um, yeah, you see the the West responding and uh, the electorate responding to this situation uh, with the Russian Ukraine, which is unsustainable, completely unsustainable. And um, that's where we get this young man setting himself on fire. Let's go back to the call screen. I think we got Reb coming up next.
2: Real quick. uh, Jeremy, um, I wanted to answer, I wanted to kind of just add to your question you were asking, okay, so you, you got the biblical scripture in there, also, Joe, if you're listening, please leave your information with, uh, so we can arrange for a round table, or maybe I can have you on my show, uh, Friday, um, leave your info with, uh, with Mike, I haven't never done that for you before, so we don't even communicate through email, but we should, All right, and then, so Jeremy, um, yeah, about the, the biblical scripture that you, about the gathering of these people who think that they're, but they're actually, it's, it's God's way of uh, gathering them for judgment. Um, yeah, I mean, that's inevitable, right? You know, I really don't see the world going in, in their direction, ultimately. I don't think uh, God does either. And, you know, this, but... uh Hold on, I'm distracted by something here. here let me kick it back Whoa. to you real quick. I'll come back to this.
0: This, this gathering that Zephaniah 2 talks about um, is of a fake Israel, is of a nation that God will pour his judgment up, upon them. Um, and we're seeing this on the global scene where those that call themselves Jews, this nation of Israel, this Netanyahu government, um, You know they're totally unhinged, and um, there's not an off ramp. Also, the the diaspora Jews, uh, Victoria Newland and and Anthony Blinken that run run the State Department, they're completely unhinged and they have no off ramp. Um, And you have statesmen like Putin, like Xi Jinping in China, who are trying to bring you know the the global populace uh, to the table. To solve this, right in, you know, in, um, I guess, in face of their unhinged activities, Uh, so there, that's kind of where we're at. Um, I don't think we're going to see a nuclear war of any kind because um, Russia and China understand that that's not sustainable. If you if you just had one city destroyed. Uh, you, you know, think about the uh, the effect on the global scene that just one city being destroyed would, would bring. Uh, so, no, I don't think these people are wanting this. Um, I don't think the Jews that are in power want this. It's all hyperbole. That's where I'm at on this thing. Um, th- th- they're just bringing about. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Jeremy, you don't think that they would—that they would uh, actually be the ones to, you know, drop the dirty bomb or whatever, um, and then blame it on somebody like Putin, likely Putin.
0: No, I think I right think right the, the aftermath. Of America. The, the aftermath of that would be, you know, completely unsustainable. You know, you, you look at the COVID lockdowns and um, how that disrupted the um, the, the, the global, uh, you know, you look at the COVID lockdowns and see how that, that was disruptive uh, to the global flow of trade. Um, a city being nuked? No, that's beyond the pale. This is all hyperbole. Yeah. That's where I'm at.
2: Well, then there's the whole question of whether the nukes actually really exist or not, right? So, did you see that? Um, did you see that explosion that took place in? I think it was Lebanon, or somewhere. Uh, you know, yeah, I think it was just north of the, the, the country, just north of Israel. Okay, so it was like last year, and it was supposed supposedly like a fireworks factory or something. But I mean, it's like <laughs> there, there's footage of it, like where the bomb, I mean, it looked just like a nuclear bomb went off. I mean, exactly like the mushroom cloud going up, like the, the whole like, blowing outwards for like, I don't know how long, how far it was, but it looked like it went out a long way. I mean, it was unbelievably scary. Uh, and it would they were, the, the, whoever was filming it was blown up with it too, but I don't know how the, the, the footage would still be there if, the, if everything was obliterated. Maybe they, it wasn't as bad as it looked, but, did you see that explosion? I, I just saw it like about a week or two ago, um, and I, I may have been late discovering it. But um, now, I guess you probably didn't
0: see it. I don't know. Yeah, I, I haven't seen that. The, uh, the The way that trade is set up on the global scale, um, one city being destroyed would be, you know, completely. Uh, the elites would completely lose um, all the power that they that they uh, have. So no, I don't. I don't see a nuclear. Well, why? Bomb. Why though?
2: Why? Why? I mean, if they could blame blame something like that, I guess I'm not seeing connecting the dots here. Why? Why do you think they would lose their power?
0: Well, because what would because it
2: would set off a chain reaction.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, Putin. She have their. You know they have their interests too. I'm not
2: talking about bombing them. I'm talking about they that the Jews would bomb our own country. Now the small they would try that in a small town, per se. Uh, That was what I was saying to to Joe earlier. He was saying he thinks they would do that, right? So then blame it on Putin. Not to actually bomb, uh, not bomb Russia or China. Of course not.
0: No, I don't think it would be worth risking the disruption in global trade, is what I'm saying.
2: Okay, I just I, I guess I don't understand, like if we would still probably have global trade, even though this happened. If they did it in a small town, it would, might be inconsequential to global trade. Yeah. So I'm just not under- I don't know, I'm just probably a good question to you. This is, I don't answer it right away. I'm not, I am not mean Press
0: too hard on it, but you know, I don't yeah, I suppose I suppose it's possible, but um, you know the the, uh, the the fallout of that would not be sustainable. Is what I'm saying. Anyway, let's go to the call screen. Let's let's take a grab real quick, and then uh, see who else wants to call in. Reb in Colorado, uh, uh, what's on your mind?
5: Well, yeah, Reb, the team at the Pagan. Everything's going just like it did in 1963-64. Somebody sets to themselves on fire. it was Buddhist monks. It always comes back against the white race. Then the whole team in trails coming up. at it. This is a repeat of what we saw that you weren't even alive for. we are seen it again. No skulls in America are picking this up. Love of the God of War, he says, what are they doing? This is Vietnam all over again. Yeah, Ho Chi Minh Trail. And then what happened? You got the Johnson years because he got rid of that Mr. Kennedy and the Gulf of Tonkin. This is going to happen. The election year, 64. This is is the script, 24, 64. Are you getting this? This is what we're going to see. The burning of the Buddhist. Who did it come back against? the white race until I told you about that Kerner Commission, blame the white race. That was 1967, after that Johnson and his stupid Civil Rights Act. All of this is going a script exactly like it was then. Nobody sees it, though, except the God of War above and our team. We'll stop it. We're done with that. It's not going to happen here. Call 703-697-912 until your fingers bleed. We're not going to have that. I already told the Secretary of Defense office. They said, what a tragedy. Somebody set themselves on fire. We've seen this before. Nobody brings that up. Look it up. And who did they ultimately blame it on? The white race. You're not going to get the IDs blamed for anything you say or do or act or whatever. You can speculate all you want. It's always against the white race. That's why we're ticked. That's why we got attacked. And take a look at the flags. You never do that. The Judge Advocate General flag in their proceedings doesn't have yellow fringe on it. It's the only proceedings in America. Maybe there's some place in America, some old hicky town, where they don't have yellow fringe on their flag, but they all do. And that one does. Look at the Stars and Bars flag. It never had yellow fringe on it. You know how we've been took over... The same way you're talking now. That's how we've been took over. And it's been going on before you were born. I've ne- It's like I'm hearing this again. Why do I keep hearing this again? That's why I stopped listening to the radio back in the 60s. I uh, listened to Redneck Rock and Roll, but I can't hear these people. And that's how they talk. Now you're talking the same thing, and this is 60 years later. And I'm going, what the hell? Yeah, this is Vietnam, and it's on North America. So you could dial that number, seven zero three six nine seven nine one two 697 9121 because Bub will talk to them when they get here. We'll get truth. We're gonna. We're not stopping. They're getting the message, and people are talking. And that's what I hope that man from Vancouver, I don't know if he's on the other side of the border, on the island side, with the hose heads, or he's in Washington, but he knows his deal. He, he blew this all apart. When he talked uh, uh, on Monday, he, he really told them off. And they don't like it. Somebody's found out about what's really being broadcast in America. It ain't the fact. So, Look at the flag. Look at the flag of the Judge Advocate General. doesn't have yellow fringe on it.
0: So, Reb, are you saying that you have connections to the Pentagon no, and that I'm you can kidding. enact change? We're not
5: getting. I'm telling you, we're not getting cooperation. It's the law one zero nine dash three six four section one zero seven they don't care they don't like that we figured it out that we're being ostracized wait you can't have the law white boy that's what was missing in 60 years ago if we'd had the law then none of this would have happened. you wouldn't even have been born the way you were you would have had a whole different well, it wouldn't have been woodstock free let, let me let me uh let me jump in here
2: real quick and and anchor uh, something to what I think read. one of the points Rev's making about the white race uh, being tied into the, all of this um, now with the guy that self-immolated who burned himself and Joe's made brilliant point that he had made about him the anger being military but also towards his parents his Christian Zionist parents that are supporting the side of psychopath ideology I mean, that just makes so much sense um, and to have. But, but this is going to come back on the white race, uh, as Rev is actually saying. You know, this Christian Zionism really is uh, going to massively blow back on the white race because these people unaware that they're supporting this satanic agenda. And I don't see any any way around it. I and mean, that's, that's a, a real Christian Zionism let say you, Jeremy.
0: Hello? Hello? Oh, gee. Yeah, i back. Okay. Um, Did you catch so, my question? So the left, the left, what we would call the left or the Democratic you know, Party, the core, uh, they're destroying themselves because uh, their core is against this Israeli-Palestine genocide, right? And there's no one to represent them in the upcoming elections. They're disenfranchised. There's no one on the left um, that will come out against this, against Israel. So the Trump supporters have nothing to worry about because um, most Trump supporters are Christian Zionists uh, at their core. Um, But the left... You know, they have no one to, uh, to, to to voice their opposition to what's going on. And so I think you see this dynamic uh, in politics is that the left, um, the Democratic Party, is burning themselves down. Um, it, you know, and so they're probably either going to not vote or they're going to do a uh, opposition vote, you know, to RFK or to, to someone that. Is not Biden and Biden's uh, you know administration, which is run In by there, Jews,
2: yeah. Um, I don't know if I got cut off or something. I you know, my, but what I was trying to get at with what I was alluding to was Christian Zionism problem. Typically, to, to, to be the Christian right, it's meant to be like the right wing, the, the like normie right wing, you know, Trump supporting uh, Christian Zionist, and I mean. And the fact that they're supporting this satanic Zionist agenda, uh, and, and that blowback that that's actually having on the white race because of how much, how overwhelmingly white the Christian Zionists actually are. So that is something I really am. Uh, that's terrifying to us as a people, as as white people.
0: You know. Well, that's that's the thing. White people in America are supporting this. Um, the the Trump Christians honest um, core are white people, and they are supporting this um, Israeli genocide of Palestinians. And the only pushback you have is from the left. Uh, so the same people um, that are blue haired ladies, uh, you know, pro transgender, um, these are the people that are opposing the Israeli Palestinian genocide. But the white, um, the white core of America, which is represented by Christian Zionism, is for it. You know, that's the dilemma. That's the dilemma that we're in. There's no one, there's, there's no populace coming out um, in support of white people that are against the Christian Zionist pro-Israeli genocide. There's nothing. There's no one in power.
2: That's really uh, that. That's really scary. So you, you got to ask. You know, I mean, aside if there's anything else aside from the fact that the censorship that exists and the uh, the inability uh, of that kind of grassroots uh, support for not committing genocide on uh, on the right, you know, uh, just doesn't exist. And um, how would we ever? Be able to make it
0: exist, yeah. And this, this, Um, this the same power, the same power of white people that support Israel also are, you know, anti-illegal immigration. They're anti-trannyism. So the whole, the whole Trump base is pro-Israel. They're all anti, you know, social issues that we're we're for. So that's. That's an interesting dilemma that we're in. Anyway, it's the end of the show. All right. All right.
2: Care. All
0: right. Thanks, William, for joining me.
2: Yeah. See you next week, buddy. We'll see you guys on the Punch Bowl tomorrow.
0: All right. You guys see classy.
3: Blackoutcoffee.com
2: and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10.
3: This is RBN, the
4: Republic Broadcasting Network.